It is Friday, June 26, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Uh, lots of stuff to get to today, some racing to talk about from last night, get you prepared for some stuff happening tonight and through the weekend. Uh, so let's get right to it. The World of Outlaws Sprint Cars were supposed to be in action last night for the opener of the three-day Jackson Nationals at the Jackson Motorplex, but following heat races, it started to rain, and the remainder of the night was pushed to Friday. Racing will get underway tonight at 6.30 p.m. Central Time with hot laps and then go right into the C-Main from the Thursday program. The Friday night portion will start at the completion of Thursday's racing. You can catch the whole night live on Dirt Vision. Uh, there was some confusion and drama last night at Jackson surrounding the weekend format. Kind of a strange situation. The original plan for the weekend was a six-car invert in the heat races with the top two drivers going to the dash. Apparently, the drivers were not informed of the format until shortly before hot laps, and there were some drivers and teams that were upset about the situation some even threatening to actually leave the property. After a meeting, the solution agreed upon was to run the standard Word of Outlaws uh, format for the three nights, but then track owner Todd Quiring got involved. He wanted to keep the Jackson Nationals format, so to get everybody on the same page, they decided to make the whole weekend only show up points for the Outlaw teams, uh, and Quiring agreed to uh, raise the purse for the prelim nights up to 10000 to win. Uh, using show points isn't uncommon for the Outlaws, and races during... Um, uh, the season with non-standard formats like the Kings Royal and Knoxville Nationals has have very traditionally been uh, only show up points. So this isn't outside the realm of, you know, kind of normal possibility. Uh, there was definitely some confusion for a while, but it's all good. Now all parties got together to kind of make the situation right, make everybody happen. I think it's important to note with as fluid as things continue to be uh, because of the pandemic and, and, and all kinds of other issues going on right now, um, that these situations are, are going to happen. Um, you know, things are going to fall through the cracks. Um, and I think that's what happened yesterday. You know, you saw, you know, some communication that probably should have happened or, you know, way earlier than it did, didn't. You know, not not through you know any uh, you know somebody trying to hide something or, or on purpose. It was just one of those things that kind of fell through the cracks. Um, so you know, I, I don't think you should hate on anybody too hard in this situation. But just glad it all got worked out. Uh, if you'd like to see more details, including some driver comments and some and some series comments, you can find a full write up on the situation over at SprintCarUnlimited.com from Jeremy Elliott. The World of Outlaws Late Model Series was at Lernerville Speedway in Pennsylvania last night for the first race of three for the Firecracker 100 weekend. At the start of the feature. It was Kay Dillard on the pole with Mike Norris to his outside. Dillard jumped to the early lead, but he was quickly under fire from both Mike Norris and fifth starting Max Blair. Dillard was able to hold them at bay and stay out front until lap 18, but as the leader started working lap traffic, Blair was able to close on Dillard, and he rolled the top side to grab the lead, coming to seven to go. Dillard was then quickly challenged for second by Brandon Shepard, with Bishop clearing Dillard, coming to four to go. The Rocket One then set sail for Blacks Blair out front. On the white flag lap, Blair got stuck in behind lap cars in turns one and two, and that allowed Shepard to get a run down the backstretch and pull alongside. Sheppy then cleared the 111 into turn three, but then fireworks happen. In between three and four, Blair actually got into the back of Shepard, sending him spinning around. Uh, looking at the replay, it actually looked like Bishop got into the berm on the inside, causing him to kind of check up a little bit. And Blair was so close out back, contact was really kind of inevitable there. Uh, definitely didn't look like it uh, was something that happened on purpose. Um, Blair did not mean to get into the back of Shepard. Uh, on the restart, Blair was able to drive away from Kay Dillard to take the win. Dillard finished second. Ricky Thornton Jr. went 21st to finish third. Scott Bloomquist was fourth, and Chase Youngins was fifth. Uh, Shepard ended up 22nd. That ends his streak of 15 straight World of Outlaws races out, or inside the top 10. Uh, tough night also for Ricky Weiss means Shepard still maintains a 102-point lead in the standings after night one. The World of Outlaws late models are back tonight and tomorrow for two more programs at Lernerville with Saturday's feature paying 30000 to win. You can watch all of the action live on 
on Dirt Vision. Uh, also wanted to make mention that Max Blair said in his post-race interview that he was going to go down and speak with um, both Mark Richards and Brandon Shepard about the situation and, and how important he, he he wanted to make sure that he, that people knew how important um, that you know the rocket chassis company was and, and Richards and Brandon Shepard were to him and, and his racing operation so he was going to go down there and certainly talk to them to make things right so uh, good on Max Blair and you hate to see stuff like that happen uh, the Luxo ASCS was finally back in action last night after a long break because of weather and the pandemic the national tour hadn't raced since March 8th at uh, Petaluma Speedway at the start it was Scott Boguski who started on the pole and other than a brief lead change at lap nine with Jordan Mallet. Boguski led the first 24 laps of the 30-lap uh, 30 race, but the night really belonged to Sam Haverteep. He started seventh. He'd worked his way to second by lap 15 and took the lead with five laps remaining. He drove away to win his second ASCS race of the season. Boguski was second, Roger Crockett third, jo Jordan Mallet fourth, and Sean McClellan was fifth. After the race, Haverteep has taken the series points lead over Harley White, Roger Crockett, Scott Boguski, and Jordan Mallet. Haverteep had originally announced his detention to run with the All-Star Circuit of Champions this season full-time in 410 competition, but it appears as now that's kind of out the window. Haverteep didn't race Wednesday at Port Royal with the All-Stars, instead choosing to come south with the ASCS. He had not had a spectacular start to the season with the All-Stars, um, so that might uh, be the reason why he's chosen to come back to ASCS competition. The ASCS sprint cars are back in action tomorrow night, Saturday, at I-30 Speedway. Uh, you can check that out. I believe those uh, will be live on Racing Boys if you would like to watch. Uh, in other racing last night, Shane Gullibick grabbed the 360 sprint car win at Ocean Speedway over Caleb Montgomery, Kurt Nelson, Bud Kading, and Zade Blanchard. And Frank Heckenhaus Jr. won the Mars Series opener at Davenport Speedway over Alan Weiser, Chris Simpson, Brian Burkhoffer, and Bobby Pierce. I uh, wanted to point out another podcast episode this week. If you haven't checked it out yet and are curious, Kyle Larson is actually on Rip the Fence this week with Tyler and Dylan. He talks with them about his dirt racing season so far and if a return to NASCAR is something he's uh, he's looking at, interested in, things like that. So um, if you're curious, you can find that episode at dirttracker.com slash podcast or over at ripthefence.com. In some news yesterday, the Super Dirt Car Series announced another round of cancellations. June 29th at La RPM Speedway, Oshweekin Speedway on July 6th, Autodrome Granby on July 20th, and Autodrome Drummond on July 21st have all been canceled because of border restrictions uh, due to the pandemic. In addition, the July 2nd race at Land of Legends has been postponed to July 22nd. If you'd like more information about that announcement and what races are still happening, uh, you can find all of that, including the full schedule, over at SuperDirtCarSeries.com. Uh, USAC National Sprint Cars are racing tonight at Plymouth Speedway in Indiana. Justin Grant leads the national point standings by 15 right now over Chris Windham. Brady Bacon is third, CJ Leary fourth, and Kevin Thomas Jr. is fifth. Tyler Courtney is the most recent winner at Plymouth back in 2019, uh, with Bacon, Grant, and Thomas all also having wins at the track. Stephen Schnapp won the last series race on June 14th at Tri-State Speedway. If you can't be there, you can watch all the action live tonight on Flow Racing starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, keep in mind, too, Kevin Thomas Jr. announcing here within the last uh, week or so that he is going to step away from midget competition and focus solely on sprint car competition for the remainder of the season. Uh, so that'll certainly be something to watch over the remaining weeks um, and as the season continues. Uh, just want to take a quick look at the Dirt Tracker daily pay-per-view schedule today. Uh, like I mentioned before, Jackson Motorplex for the Jackson Nationals again tonight on Dirt Vision for the Ward of Outlaws sprint cars. Uh, Ward of Outlaws light models again back tonight at Lernerville for Firecracker 100 weekend. Uh, Fast 4 Media has uh, Junior Sprints, Restricted 600, A-Class, Non-Wing uh, 600, and Super 600 from Plaza Park Raceway tonight. Uh, Plymouth Speedway, again, USAC Sprint Cars on Flow Racing. 
Racing Dirt has the Sport Modified World Championship finale from Red Dirt Raceway tonight. Uh, Speed Shift has three shows, uh, 360 sprint cars at Placerville. Um, let's see, Open Wheel Modified, 602 Late Model Street Stocks, Thunderstocks, three quarter modifieds from Bubble Raceway Park. Um, and they also have uh, IMCA action from Marshalltown Speedway. There's also a boatload of shows uh, over at Speed Sport uh, tonight and through the weekend as well. Uh, if you'd like to keep up with all of that through the weekend and, and know what to watch and, uh, and be able to keep up with all that, you can do that at dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Uh, the daily pay-per-view schedule will keep you updated on everything there is to watch. Uh, not only tonight, but also through the weekend. Uh, that's the show for today. Hope everybody has a good Friday. Um, hope you get a chance to tune into some racing this week. And, and again, if you're going to go to the racetrack, make sure you're uh, doing the things you need to do to stay safe and keep your family safe uh, so we can continue racing and continue seeing some good racing. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com, and you can follow along at facebook.com slash dirttracker, twitter.com slash dirttracker, and the website itself, dirttracker.com. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler, and don't forget to sign up for the Dirt Tracker Weekly Newsletter. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Hope you have a good weekend. We'll be back on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily. Dirt Tracker Daily.